Hey everyone, welcome to Pod 2112, the official podcast of the 2112 Group, where we talk with industry executives and thought leaders about the trends and issues impacting the IT channel and the world around us. As always, I'm your host, Larry Walsh. Um, you know, we are still in the grips of the COVID pandemic. Uh, you know, it, it looks like, you know, today is, you know, as of this recording, we usually don't tell you when we record these, uh, but it is April 1st. We have been in lockdown here in New York for two and a half weeks, and they're not going to let up on it until sometime in late April, May at the earliest. And that's the same way with across the country. And what does that mean? It means millions of people are working from home. And that has created a lot of issues for companies out there. Uh, you have a, this sudden displacement of people working on their own machines, working on home routers. Um, God, this morning, I even heard somebody giving advice on what to do if you're connecting to a public Wi-Fi in a coffee shop. And my first question was, why is anyone in a coffee shop right now? Uh, but it is bringing up a lot of issues that MSPs are having to deal with and security vendors are giving guidance on. Um, we're dealing with security issues that we haven't had before. And there's a lot of chatter, not just about the, the problems of working from home or having all these people suddenly working from home, but also the expansion of the attack surface. Now you have so many more points of entry, possible points of entry for hackers and malware to get into networks or at the very least compromise individual machines. And this, this is presenting a true challenge for the MSP and the IT community, uh, channel community, because they're on the front lines. They are literally the first responders for all this now, and they are getting overwhelmed with a lot of the requests for support. And vendors are stepping up. I have to say the, the vendor community has stepped up and giving a lot of support and guidance and a lot of additional resources. And joining me today to talk about how the the work from home trend is impacting the demand services community and how an example of how vendors are stepping up to help is uh, Tim Brown, the Vice President of Security Architecture at SolarWinds, one of the leading providers of IT automation and managed services tools out there. So uh, with that, Tim, welcome to Pod 2112. Thanks, Larry. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, I, I wish always under better circumstances than this, but these are extraordinary times. Why don't we start off by first, you know, hearing about what you're what you're hearing from your community. SolarWinds is one of the leading uh, providers of automation tools that are used by MSPs. What are you hearing from them about what's happening out there from a security uh, a security and operating perspective? What are the problems that they're dealing with? Yeah, I mean, one of the major problems, you know, as you mentioned in your intro here, is that you know the MSPs are just trying to be good partners to their clients, right? They're trying to keep them going. They're trying to um, get them so that they're still efficient in the processes that they're doing, and yeah, you know, they're also trying to deal with you know how they make themselves efficient. You know, just as their clients are starting to work from home, you know, they're for forced into a work from home situation. Now, luckily, the MSP community itself has always kind of been a remote centric model where, yeah, I'm working from a client one day, I'm working from home the next day, I'm working from an office the next day. So not so, so bad for the MSPs, but dealing with their clients in that huge shift to, you know, that you know you were dealing with one or two networks in the past you're now dealing with 50 you're now dealing with each of these home networks each of these home machines 
So just trying to figure out how they keep them secure, how they keep them going, how they keep their clients, um, you know, efficient in this, you know, today as well as then tomorrow. Yeah, I I, I can imagine this was a, a bit of a shock, or or maybe I shouldn't imagine that because we've preached security posture, security hygiene, you know, ad infinitum for as long as I can remember. I've been doing security stuff for 20 years. And it's always been, you know, practice good security hygiene, have your security policies in place, don't allow rogue machines on your network. And then all of a sudden, here we are in this sudden work from home situation where not everyone has a work machine, right? Not everyone has a VPN. Um, what are the things that we're concerned about? What are, you know, because I, I can't imagine there being a a, a concerted effort out there by hackers to go after individual targets. Uh, but I can see that this has stretched the attack service to its limit. Absolutely. So it's very hard. You know, think about it. We're now dealing with, you know, unknown computers coming from unknown networks that are real, that are important, that need to do business. And it's no longer the exception, right? It's like, okay, is this a bad guy? Well, it's coming from an unknown network, but an unknown computer, but they have some credentials. Well, could be a bad guy, could be a good guy. So we're dealing with a very, very different fluid model. And if you were not set up with, um, you know, kind of understanding that model um, in the first place and being able to, you know, understand, you know, these are the assets, these are the things that are most critical. Part of good hygiene, right, is understanding your crown jewels, understanding what's the most important thing that you need to protect, understanding that you'll have extra security around those things. If you haven't put those concepts into play today, you know, you're, you're rushing to get those concepts into play, you know, now. Right. Yeah. So what is it that we should, that the MSP should be doing now? And, you know, or actually what is it everyone should be doing now? I can, I can think that, you know, during the surge, it was just get it running yep. and let's worry about some of these things, including security later. Are we now in a period, in a period where things are beginning to, God help me for saying this normalizing, uh, or at least calming down to where this feels like we're beginning to get into a routine that, that the MSPs can and should be reaching back out to start practicing hygiene issues? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, many are past the, you know, can I get people online? Many are past, can I get, you know, folks effective working from home? So they're, they've enabled those environments to work. But with enablement now comes additional risk, right? Are you monitoring appropriately? Is your monitoring taking place in the appropriate way? You know, have you identified those assets that you are going to protect differently? You know, one of the things I've been pushing a long time is that you can't have, you know, 100% security. It's always a measure of risk. So there's no way, especially in this model, that you can get to, um, you know, securing every device, securing every network, securing every environment, because there's just so many of them and so many variables. So really, it, it, I think what we're seeing today is starting to, you know, people are starting to catch up. They're starting to say, okay, for this client, what are their critical assets? For this client, what are the things that matter the most? For this client, who are the people that I need to make sure that maybe I am routing them into VPN and I'm monitoring them more closely and then I allow them to get to system. 
I'm implementing MFA for all of these applications that are most important. I am implementing you know, better monitoring on these applications to look for behaviors that are you know, questionable. So I am now into the point of how I improve security in this new mode of work. So Tim, I was watching a, a video because now now everybody's decided to be an internet video star, you know, out of you know out of necessity. But I'm watching a video of this uh, this person who is talking about their company uh, that they are a full service IT company that can meet all of your computing needs and and if you need help, reach out to them. And I actually had to take a breath when I watched it because I understand the the good intention of this person and their company, but I also know that not all MSPs are created equally, that they have finite sets of skills and capacity, um, that they there, there are very few out there that can actually meet the full end-to-end -end needs of, of the customer. So what are the MSPs seeking from you? Are you seeing a change in the things that they're asking for in terms of support? Is it a skills issue that they're lacking or a capabilities issues that they're lacking? Or are they, is there, you know, also seeing capacity issues? Yeah. And I think it, it's a number of them. Some of the MSPs are absolutely at capacity. Some of them, their clients are, you know, healthcare clients, right? There's hospital clients. There's, you know, those guys are swamped right now, right? But others are looking at saying, now how can I position better? So they need additional education. They need they need thoughts. They need hey, who should I partner with with for you know security? I might not be a full service security provider, but I'd like to partner with an MSSP to be able to do additional monitoring in these environments. So I think we see um, some signs of more specialization and separation especially in the security area versus the normal IT areas of MSPs. So those are some of the resources that folks are reaching out to us, us and ask for. You know, we've stood up a whole community um, model to be able to, you know, talk to our head geeks. They're offering office hours all the time. Very popular right now. We're trying to do everything we can help to support our MSPs through the, the, the transitions that are going on. And just be there for them because some of it's just questions. Hey, how should I deal with this? How should I deal with, you know, I just went from, you know, 10 networks to manage to a hundred. How do I deal with that? What should I do? How can I automate things so that I can handle more? Yeah. What's SolarWinds doing to help the MSPs and their customers through this crisis? I've seen a number of, uh, a number of communications out of SolarWinds um, that's similar to what many vendors are doing. Uh, security vendors, software vendors are offering a lot of different things. What's SolarWinds doing? Yeah, so we're offering, um, you know, take control to our customers. We're helping them more with education and being there, right? And if you look at the, the, um, yeah, the tooling is great, right? And offering free tools from a number of our, our customers or from a number of the vendors and things is a great sign of, you know, help. But, you know, I think one of the biggest things that we're doing is, you know, being them, being there for them, you know, basically 24 by seven, being there for them on types of questions they need, being there for them to help them understand, you know, how can they get through these models? You know, just really being there to help them plan beyond uh, this event to saying, okay, well, you know, what do I do next? You know, I think that the, in any type of an event, 
Um, you know, this is unprecedented event, but in any of these types of events, we'll see, you know, some people thrive at the back end of this and we'll see others that don't do well and, you know, can't keep up. Um, and the more of our partners that we have that thrive, the better. So, you know, essentially we are there for them. We're there through office hours. We're there through calls. We're there through our support folks. And yes, we're there also giving, giving some software away. Um, but that's only a minor part of it. It's really that support, that education, the information that they need to be able to, you know, keep their business growing after this. Right. Are you are you seeing cracks in the security fabric out there? Do you see? Are you getting reports or seeing things getting through because because there are gaps? Yeah. So we've seen a lot of you know everybody's seen a lot of the phishing activity going on, right? That's part of it. Um, but we are also seeing, you know, signs that there's additional, um, additional activity when, uh, from organized adversaries to compromise environments. You know, I hate to say this, right, but with, you know, I mean, healthcare has been a target for ransomware for a long time. And, you know, you'd think that they would take a break in these types of, um, you know, environments and, and, you know, but the fact is that they're not. The fact is that they're still out there trying to get into the environment and out there trying to profit in, in this, you know, this environment. So you'd like to see that the bad guys are not so bad, but in many cases, they, you know, are truly still looking to, to these events as a way for, you know, economic advancement. So, um, absolutely, we need to stay vigilant. Absolutely, we need to make sure that we are, you know, helping to protect those most vulnerable environments to the greatest extent and watching out because, you know, the bad guys are still there trying to get into the environments and we have to, you know, basically have stronger controls in place with everybody in a work from home environment. Yeah. I've found, you know, that that history tends to repeat itself when it comes to security and that it takes a, a big event to get people to to take it seriously. Uh, and I I can't think of a bigger event than in my lifetime than the one we're going through now with this pandemic. Do you think that we're going to learn and incorporate lessons from from this experience? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, a number of lessons, right? We need to have flexibility in our security models, right? We can't assume that we are, you know, just in a model where we've got a handful of folks, you know, working from one, uh, from, you know, remote locations, right? In many, we, we're going to have everybody. This is like a new realm for us. So we can take that into account and say, hey, what are our policies? What are our procedures? How are our disaster recovery policies and procedures? Were we prepared? So all of these things make us more resilient. Um, you know, I think we're forced now into, um, you know, more of a zero trust environment where we think of a, um, you know, we think of our applications uniquely with the security associated with them, the applications themselves kind of the pomegranate model of how we protect applications independently as seeds. I think we're forced into that with, with these models. And those companies that have embraced that model are much more prepared today. So, you know, hybrid models are here to stay and we have to make sure that we do that and push towards it. 
Um, you know, I think people will realize that, you know, that the good hygiene components of security are, um, you know, one of the most things that they have to have in place and be ready. Um, so, but we can't forget that as we adapt our security models, the adversaries are also going to adapt. They, they're, they've adapted every time in the past. They're going to adapt to these new worlds again. They're not going to go away. They still have their revenue to make. Um, so we need to also add some more resilience into these environments and mature our security models to be able to handle that. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a, you know, that last thing you said is a, is a perfect reminder that many of these, these hackers aren't just the, the 400 pound guy in the basement in New Jersey. Uh, they are a, they are organizations with business plans and operating procedures and goals. So that's, you know, that the, you're right. It's always going to be an arms race. Tim, it was great having you on to talk about these uh, security and MSP issues amid the uh, the COVID crisis. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Larry. This was great. And everyone, that's all the time we have for this edition of Pod 2112. I want to thank our guest again, Tim Brown, the Vice President of Security Architecture at SolarWinds for joining us. And I want to thank all of you for joining us on Pod 2112, a production of the 2112 Group. 2112 is a leading provider of research strategy development and enablement services for B2B technology and manufacturing companies around the world. For more information about how 2112 can help your business, visit our website at the2112group.com. And if you haven't done so, please subscribe to Pod 2112. You don't want to miss a single conversation with the executives and thought leaders shaping the world around us. You can subscribe to Pod 2112 on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. It's easy, so do so today. Thanks again for listening to Pod 2112. Until next time, I'm Larry Walsh.